One, because you cannot be in the vicinity of them because you're going to try to put your holy paws on them, right? You are now tuned in to the Truth in Life podcast. What's going on, everybody? My name is Pastor Chris McMillan, and you are now tuned in to my new podcast, Truth in Life, where we talk the truths of Jesus Christ and how it applies to our everyday life. Today's episode that I want to talk about is going to be about forgiveness. It's very important that we forgive, right? It is very important that we learn how to forgive, why we forgive, and how to move on from forgiveness, right? I firmly believe that if you are a child of God, if you uh, claim to be a Christian or want to be a Christian, then forgiveness has to be on the top of your list. It has to be one of the things that you practice daily because we're going to have to learn how to forgive people daily. And so with that being said, we're going to jump into it. And I want to show you and give you some keys on how you can um, forgive or at least learn to forgive and practice forgiveness. Now, listen, forgiveness is going to take a long time for us to get, you know, for you or me to actually uh, learn how to do it daily and all the time. But one thing I do want you to know is that it is possible to forgive. And that eventually you're going to get so good at it that it's going to be second nature, right? The little things are not going to hurt you anymore. You know, you're going to be able enough to just move on from things a lot faster. People are not going to be able to hurt you as much as they did back in the day or whatnot. So let me show you or let me give you some keys. Uh, Before that, I want you, if you you are listening to this or seeing this on YouTube, I should say, hit that subscribe button. We're trying to grow, 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 grow. Again, this is my first one, right? My first one. But trust me, there's going to be more. Um, I'm trying to do this every week so that we can get this ball rolling. Um, And, you know, help some people out. Um, Also, if you are uh, listening to this on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you get your podcast from, you know, I hope that you can subscribe there as well. or Follow whatever they do there. I don't know. Um, that way that you can come back. All right, man, let's get that out the way. Now let's talk about forgiveness. Um, one, one of the verses or one of the passages in the Bible, I should say, comes out of Matthew 18 and, uh, 15, 18 and 15. So, um, if you do have your Bibles, uh, with you, then, I uh, hope that you, I will want you to turn to Matthew 18 and uh, thir- uh, 15. But if you don't have your Bibles, don't worry about it because I'm going to read it for you. Um, and it's pretty long and pretty lengthy. Um, so I'm going to probably skip over some stuff, but I'm going to try to let you get the gist of this forgiveness thing. Um, before, let me give you the go ahead and out of overview of this. What's going on in Matthew 18, uh, 15 down to about uh, 20, maybe is that um, Jesus is telling this, uh, is teaching them how to forgive or how to go about it. So in the beginning part, uh, starting at 15, he is telling them, listen, if your brother or your friend or whomever, if somebody uh, offends you or sins against you, then the first thing you want to do is you want to go to them uh, in private and you want to... uh, See if you could talk it out. See if you can come to an understanding. And if that is, uh, if the person is open to doing that, then you've already got them. Y'all should be able enough to squash it and move on. 
And then it moves to if that doesn't happen, then you bring some people with you. Well, who do you bring with you? You know, this says bring two or three, but I advise you to bring uh, maybe someone inside of your circle. Uh, It could be a spiritual leader. It can be a therapist. Uh, Bring someone that's not coming to uh, instigate the situation, but is coming to simply be uh, a, a witness or coming to be a counselor or like I said, a therapist or somebody in the middle who's not biased, that's able enough to listen to both parties and see if you both can hash it out. And then if that doesn't work, because, you know, a lot of us are hard headed, right? If that doesn't work, then Jesus moves on saying that then bring them in front of the church. Now, bringing people in front of the church, to me at least, um, it's good and bad. I've seen people who have been in front of been called out in front of the church by pastors. And I've heard stories of people being called out in front of the pastors. Uh, before I get into that, let me go ahead and read you the passage so you can understand. But th- that's the next step. You go from going to them by yourself. Then you go to bringing some people with you so that, you know, they can be witnesses or help you uh, or help both of you all kind of like come to a common ground. And then after that, if they don't listen, you bring them to the church. Right. So it says, um, Matthew 18 and 15. Moreover, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his faults between you and him alone. Go by yourself. If he hears you, you have gained your brother. If he understands you and he sees where you're coming from, then y'all should be able to hash it out. Y'all good to go. Verse 16. But if he will not hear you, take you, take you one or two more that by the mouth of two or three witness, every word may be established. Basically here is saying, if if you bring some more people, then what was said, you know, nobody can misscrew it because now you have more witnesses to what has been said. That way, uh, if only one person said, that's basically hearsay. Uh, And you have to go off the word. You know how they always say, there's more than one side of the story. There's that story, their story, then the truth lies somewhere in the middle, um, right? So 17, verse 17 says, and if he refuses to hear them, all of y'all, then tell it to the church. But if he refuses even to hear the church, let him be to you like a heathen and a tax collector. Now, this is where I stopped at when I was talking about the church uh, and lists are taking people in front of the church. Like I said, I've seen people do this. Um, it's 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 intense. Um, it's not so much intense to where I'm like uh, people are sweating or whatever, but it can be uncomfortable for people who have nothing to do with this. Uh, let's say you got a visitor that's coming to your church. Let's say um, you got some people that don't know nothing about what's going on with y'all situation. Right. Um, to bring something in front of the church. If it does not involve the church, then I tend to shy away from it, right? Um, because it can disrupt the spirit inside of the church. It can disrupt people inside of the church. Some people can just leave. Like, listen, I ain't trying to get called out. I came here to praise and worship, right? I came here to give God glory. I didn't come here to get judged, right? But at the same time, if it involves the church, if things that are going on inside of the church is the issue, then yes, bring that in front of the church. Um and hash it out there. And then if the person that is being the offender does not listen, this is what it's saying. If it does not listen, 
then that's when you act as if they are heathens, are tax collectors. And in this sense, heathens are tax collectors, says Gentiles, I believe, in the King James Version, which basically means you don't associate with them, right? Um, you kind of be done with them because they are no good for you at this point, right? So if you, if they're not listening to what you're trying to say, if they don't believe that you... Uh, that you uh that they offended you then wash your hands with them uh because they're not going to listen to you at all right so uh and then it kind of what i like to do or what i what not what i like to do but what i want to do i should say with this passage i want to go down to what peter said because peter is kind of like us right peter is peter is us walking with, with jesus right so uh verse 21 says then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him up to seven times? And that's how we are sometimes, right? We like, listen, how many times are we supposed to let this guy slap us in the face, uh, betray us, uh, offend us, uh, talk about us, just play us, just play in my face? How often should I let this person play in my face? Because uh, I'm tired of it, right? Um, and Peter is like, seven times, is that cool? Because also seven in the Bible is the number of completion, right? So listen, you did it seven times. I'm completely done with you, right? I should be completely able enough to cut you off because you offended me too many times, right? And listen to what Jesus says behind people. Jesus be cutting people up, right? <laughs> but so Jesus comes behind him in verse 22 and says, it says, Jesus said to him, I do not say to you, I, I, didn't, I didn't say to you up to seven times. Who told you seven? You made that up. You grabbed that up from out of the air. You made that. I didn't say seven times. To you. So he says, but up to 70 times seven. See, when I first read this, I read it way too fast. And I was like, 77 times? Eh, I could do 77 times. I ain't going to count 77 times. But if you get close enough, you get to, you get to about 20, 30. That's close, that's close enough to 70 for me. But it said 70 times seven and 70 times seven is 490 and so even though that's not what jesus was telling him like hey just because you know they get up to 490 then you good to go that's not what he was saying he was he was multiplying basically there is no way each day there's no way that um somebody's going to offend you 490 times right so it's like it's kind of like how god forgives us it's or his love for us or his forgiveness for us it's it's doesn't have an end it's infinite and so that's what jesus was saying to peter your forgiveness has has to be infinite just like christ's forgiveness for you is infinite um we have to share in the same forgiveness as god does right we have to practice the same forgiveness as god does and then when we go down further into the verse there's a, a parable that jesus begins to talk to uh to peter about or to the disciples about i should say and the parable basically to paraphrase it because it's it's a lot and i don't feel like reading it because <laughs> i'm lazy no i don't feel like reading it reading it uh, to y'all if y'all want to again uh, it starts at, I believe, uh, 23, it starts at 23 and it goes down to 35. So about 12 verses. Um, but basically what it is, is Jesus is telling him 
that there was a uh, slave master or a lord, whichever version you feel like reading uh, how they word it. But let's say a slave master for this account. Um, oh, they call it a king. Excuse me. A king. Um, so there was this king and this it was a person in the kingdom that owed the king some money um, and but they couldn't pay. Right. So they couldn't pay the money. And what the king did was say, I'm going to sell you. I'm going to sell your your wife and I'm going to sell your kids in order to recoup the money that you owe me or whatever it is that you owe me. Right. And so uh, the slave or the guy who was being sold was pleading with the king, like, listen, I don't want to be sold. I'll give you your mo- I'll get your money. Uh, you know, uh, give me some time. You know, he laid prostrate at the king. And the king was like, you know what? I forgive you for your for your debt. You don't owe me no money. Go about your way. You know, we're going to wash it clean. We're going to forget about this forgiveness. Right. So then going forward, uh, the guy who just got forgiven had a dispute with another person that owed them some money and the person couldn't pay the money to to the uh, to the slave uh, or to the man who just got forgiven. And so the man who just got forgiven was like, you you can't give me my money. And he was like, I can't give it to you right now, but I'll give it to you when I can. Just give me some time. And instead of exercising the same forgiveness that the king showed him, he decides to throw the man in jail until he can get his money. And so word came back to the king because, you know, we always got people who was definitely willing to tell on us. Right. <laughs> word got back to the king. And the king called the dude back back to him like, hey, I heard that you just throw somebody in jail because they didn't give you your money that they owed you. But just a while ago, you owed me some money and I forgave you and let you go. And yet you can't exercise that same forgiveness that I forgave you. So I'm gonna throw you in jail. Right. And so. Jesus says, that's how God deals with us. Jesus said, um, I think it's in verse 35. He says, so my heavenly father also will do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother, his trespasses. So if you don't forgive other people of their trespasses, God is like, I'm not forgiving you of your trespasses, right? Um, and so in that sense, we, we have to, we have to uh, learn to forgive. We have to learn to to not be so quick to say, okay, listen, man, um, I'm not going to forgive you. You hurt me, you played me, and, it, you know, I'm not going to forgive you. And so I think that we need to, it's a big and major part that we need to uh, learn and so that we can we can be forgiven because if we don't forgive, and then guess what? God don't forgive us. And as a matter of fact, um, in one of the, the more famous verses of the Bible and the large prayer, it's all about forgiveness. Right. Uh, so let's go ahead and read it together. Um, all right. If, if you all got your Bibles and you all want to do it, I think I'm going to read this one out of the King James Version. All right. Y'all ready? All right. Starting at 
it is verse nine, I believe. Yeah, verse nine. Okay. So, um, and it reads, <laughs> I say that in church all the time, and it reads, no, just, but so, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And this is where we need to focus on right here. And forgive us our debts. Forgive me for my trespasses. Forgive me for my sins. Forgive me for offending people. Forgive me for talking about people. Forgive me for spreading lies. Forgive me for spreading rumors. Forgive me for gossiping. Forgive me for adultery. Forgive me for fornication. Forgive me for being a drug addict. Forgive me for being an alcoholic. Forgive me for cheating forgive me for whatever it is that you did forgive me father of all of my debts but then it follows up with as we forgive our debtors so it does not work it does not work if we don't forgive right it goes hand in hand we must forgive in order to be forgiven it's 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 plain as day in the bible often uh many times i mean i can pull up verse after verse after watch this i want i want y'all to see something right um well y'all not gonna see it on the podcast but i'm about to tell y'all um it it's so many um scriptures in the bible that talks about forgiveness right and it's 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 crazy uh how it, it talks about so much in uh, forgiveness in the Bible, and yet we struggle with forgiveness. Um, but let me let me help you out. Um, here's here's one. Um, it's from Colossians three, three and thirteen, and it says, "Forbearing one another and forgiving one another, if any man has a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you." So also do ye. So even if y'all got some issues with each other, you still got to forgive them, right? You, you, it's, it's all, it's, it's almost impossible not to forgive somebody and be a Christian, right? For thou, Lord, art good and ready to forgive and plenteous in mercy until all them that call upon them. God is ready to forgive you. That is Psalms 86 and five. Um, it's, it's, let me see if, uh, Mark 11, 25. And when ye stand praying, forgive. And when ye stand praying, forgive. If ye have aught against any, that your father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you. Or your trespasses. See how it's just going. If you go, you can go Bible. I mean, verse after verse after verse. It always is saying, when we forgive, we are forgiven. That is the bl- boy. Look at that revelation. That is the blessing of forgiving your fellow brother. The blessing of forgiving your fellow brother is you being forgiven of your sins. Right. That is that's amazing that we are able enough to have I was I was skipping down because I was going to say I was going to tell you about the healing powers of forgiveness. Right. But one of the benefits of forgiveness is that when you forgive, you get to get forgiven. 
So if you're not forgiving anybody for what they're doing, you're not getting that grace of forgiveness from God. It goes hand in hand. You have to forgive in order to be forgiven. So what are some healing powers of forgiveness? Uh, It is an emotional benefit, right? Because when you forgive somebody or yourself, you get this peace that is in you. You get this burden that is lift off of you. You're no longer walking around uh, with malice intent. You're no longer walking around angry, ready to hurt somebody. You feel 10 times better because you have this weight that is just lifted off of your shoulders. And that's that's a huge benefit of being of forgiving somebody or forgiving yourself. Uh, I'm firmly believing that because when I used to walk around with this hate in my heart or just not forgiving people, um, I used to always feel boggled down because I had to keep this energy of hating somebody. And it was it was taxing. It was it, it was draining. Um, I, I just got sick and tired of it. Um, and then I learned uh, from speaking to my mentors uh, that I have in my life uh, on how to forgive and the benefits of forgiving, why we should forgive. Uh, skipping past because uh, I had a whole bunch of stuff lined up, but. One thing I do want to say is that forgiveness is not for the person that you're forgiving, right? It's not for the person that you're forgiving. It's for you. So it's it's not to say that the person who offended you, um, that they uh, that you condone what they've done, that you have uh, been cool with what they did, like ah, oh, it's cool, whatever. No, it's for you, so that you can release that energy. So that you can walk in peace, that you can walk in joy, that you can walk in happiness. And if you don't release that, then it, it's going to in turn eat you up uh, after a while. So forgiveness is not for that person. Forgiveness is for you. Right. All right. So let's go ahead and talk about some steps that we got to do to get past. Or to at least practice forgiving. Right. The first step I want to talk about is all these are are to me are uh, very important. Right. So if I say this one is more important, it's not really. It's just I I like it because I made the list. Right. But no. um, So the first one is acknowledging. This is this is very similar to a lot of things. Right. Uh, Acknowledging and validating your emotions. What we find is that when we get hurt or when somebody betray us, uh, the person who betrayed us can play it down. And make it seem like you're overreacting. You're making a big deal out of nothing. No, I'm not. Because you don't know how I felt when you hurt me, right? You don't know what toll it took on my mind. You don't know what toll it took on my heart. You don't know what toll it took on my my spirit. And therefore, to you, it might not, you know, be nothing. But to me, it feels like my world is crumbling. My feelings are valid. My emotions are valid. My thoughts are valid. What I need for you to do is to fix it, right? Well, not necessarily fix it, but acknowledge it. Um, I can acknowledge myself that my feelings are valid. I can acknowledge that my emotions are valid. I can acknowledge all of that. And I need you to understand that they are valid, right? And what happens if we don't acknowledge that our feelings are valid and that we, uh, they're real, is that we can possibly begin to come go numb to the feeling 
and as a many of, of issues that can occur with uh, becoming numb to your feelings, right? Um, one of the the, uh, the issues that can occur is that you can allow the person to continue to hurt you, um, um, and you become so numb that you don't feel the hurt no more. You don't you don't care for the pain no more because you're at this point where it's like, you know, you've done this so many times. You know, I'm just so numb to it. It is what it is, whatever. That it is what it is mentality is dangerous, right? Very dangerous. I know a lot of people do it. A lot of people say it's dangerous. But uh, so let's not get into that numb. It is what it is, you know, whatever. I come to this stage in life where it is what it is. Like you become numb. Please acknowledge that you've become numb and figure out how we can get out of that numb stage. Another thing is that when you become numb, you can begin to hurt people we don't want to hurt people right we don't want to uh uh transfer pain transfer anger transfer hurt transfer malice intent transfer damage onto other people and that's why when you get out of a relationship that was toxic you have to have time to heal to acknowledge the pain to feel the pain to heal from the pain because if you don't, you drag that into your next relationship and you begin to hurt the person who is trying to love you. And that slides right into the last one that I was going to talk about with this is that when you become numb, sometimes you can mistake love for hate. You can mistake love for uh, someone trying to be uh, manipulative or someone trying to use you for their game when in fact they are literally just trying to love on you but you're being so numb you don't you can't receive it you don't know how to receive it you believe that they're just doing this because they want to hurt you when in fact or they want to use you when in fact they really just genuinely love you and want to continue to love on you and want to continue to be your lovely friend, your lovely companion, your lovely uh, family member, your your pastors or whomever it is. They just want to, you know, make sure that you're good, you know, moving forward. But you can't feel it because you are too numb. So acknowledge your feelings. That's one. Acknowledge your emotions or validate them. Two is seeking understanding. This one, before y'all come for me, this one is optional. Okay optional you don't have to go to this person and do it but if you can do it uh you go to them and you basically act it's kind of like what jesus said right in the beginning of 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 matthew 18 and 15 when he was saying go to the person and talk to them this is the one go to them and figure look at the perspective or look at their perspective and try to figure out why did you do this what was your reasoning for hurting me what was your intent was your intent even to hurt me? Because then then while you're doing this, put yourself in their shoes, open your mind and open your heart to receive what it is they're about to tell you. Do not listen to just respond, right? Listen to understand, listen to comprehend. And then after you understood what they're saying, you comprehend what they said, then form your response to that out of love. See, because sometimes people hurt people unintentionally. One, because they probably are numb, that they're still healing and don't realize that they're hurting the other person. Right. Um, so they're doing it by accident. 
you know, they one thing that we have to understand is that sometimes people are walking around and don't even know that we hurt that they hurt you. Right. We are the ones the hurt people are the walk, ones walking around. We like, man, you know, such and such done did this. They done did that X, Y, Z. And the person who you said did all this stuff has no clue that they did this to you. They did. They don't even realize that they hurt you because that was not their intent. Uh, that was not uh, what they were trying to do. They were simply just, you know, basically being them. And so tell them, listen, you hurt me. Uh, you offended me or you did whatever you did against me. And so now you can tell them or you can ask them, what was the, what, why did you do this? And sometimes that they can say, you know, hey, I was depressed at that time or I was uh, going through uh, whatever at that time, you know, uh, I had some issues in my mind going at that time and I really didn't mean to do that. Or sometimes they really did mean to do that. And but you you try to get their perspective again. Do not come for me for this step. This is simply for the people who uh, who one want to get it, the valid or wants to get the explanation from the person. And who can get the acclamation from the person? Sometimes this step is not acclable to anyone. Do you can't do this one? One because you cannot be in the vicinity of them because you're going to try to put your holy paws on them, right? So you can't be in the same facility as them. Um, or sometimes you know that person just don't want to talk to you about it. Maybe they are moved away. Maybe they're in another relationship. Uh, whether they are anything, maybe they could, they could have passed away, you know, but if you, if you fill up to this one and you can do it, then you go to them, you get their understanding and you get their perspective with an open mind and an open heart to receive it. All right. So number three is for you. This is practice self-compassion and self-forgiveness, self-compassion and self-forgiveness. Sometimes we have to forgive ourselves from guilt, shame and resentment. Right. Sometimes we've done something that we feel guilty about. You have to learn how to forgive yourself that sometimes we do things in life and y'all listening better not act like y'all ain't never done nothing that y'all feel shameful about. Huh? Somebody better talk to me. Act like y'all, you know, holier than Nas. Everybody that's listening to this have done something in their life that they feel shameful about. You have to forgive yourself. You have to learn to forgive yourself for the things that you've done in your past, knowing that you will not go back and do them again, but you still have to learn from them and forgive yourself, right? And so this one is for you. Just make sure that you uh, learn how to do an inward examination of yourself and be able enough to forgive yourself, recognize that you deserve healing and inner peace, which can be achieved through forgiving yourself. That was easy, right? Quick, easy peasy. All right, let's go to four. Four, we want to talk about empathy and compassion. Choosing empathy and compassion. We have to con- uh Uh, We have to cultivate empathy by building yourself in the other person's shoes or placing yourself in the other person's shoes, I should say, considering their struggles, their vulnerabilities and their past experiences that may have influenced the reason why they hurt you. Kind of like what I was talking about in the understanding part, trying to understand why they did it and what they were coming from. We have to be able enough to cultivate 
a compassion that can soften your heart and forgiveness. And so that you can be able enough to obtain that uh, forgiveness for them. So I don't want you to judge anyone as to why they hurt you. You have to just come to the understanding of why they hurt you. It is not up to us to judge. Vengeance is the Lord, right? Uh, our understanding is not God's understanding. What we would do in this situation is definitely not what God would do in the situation. And I also want to let you know um, that the funny thing about forgiveness, right, is God has already forgiven the person who hurt you. Yeah, crazy, right? Like we're sitting here moping and pouting and groaning and upset and frustrated. Like, man, they hurt me, man. She cheated on me, man. He, he played me, man. He, they didn't come to my graduation party, man. They did this. They, man, they didn't want a baby. Listen, God had already forgiven all that for them, right? Now you sitting here by yourself, mad by yourself. God, like, listen, I, I didn't, I'm already forgiven and forgot, right? Forgiven and forgot. Heard that forgiven and forgot forgot part for us is hard right because we we live in our memories we live in our our heads god is like look i forgave you and forgot go about your merry way and sin no more jesus said all the time your sins are forgiven go and sin no more right that's how god treats us and that rolls i'm good right that rolls right into the last and final step five which is release it and let it go we have to be able enough to release that burden release that resentment release that hurt release that pain now in the releasing process again we don't condone what the person did we don't um we're not accepting of what the person did we're not telling the person you can do it over and over and over and over and over what we're saying is that we're done with it and this is the part where uh, uh, where Jesus was talking to, he was talking to Peter and he was telling them, uh, let me see if I can check the verse because I do not like misquoting the Bible. Um, I don't know if I read it to you all yet, but yeah, here it is. And it says, and if he refused to hear them, this is uh, 18 and 17 of Matthew, uh, Matthew 18 and 17. And if he refused to hear them, tell it to the church. But if he refused even to hear the church, uh, let him be like a heathen and a tax collector. This is the point where Jesus is saying, if he does not listen to anybody, right, let it go. Let him go. Cut him off. Now we're supposed to forgive, right? But if he doesn't listen to, if he, she, whomever does not listen, does not heed the counsel of their spiritual advisors, does not heed the counsel of God's word, does not listen to anyone, then we are to cut ties and let them go. Let them go about their merry way and do not associate with them. Now, this is not for us to have vengeance. This is not for us to have any malice intent. This is for us to say, listen, we're done with you, right? We're finished with, with what you were doing. Uh, we don't want no parts of you. It's just like a relationship. A lot of people be in relationships and during that relationship at the end, you've hurt me long enough. I've, I, you know, I sit up here and try to deal with it long enough, try to fix it over and over and over. You're not listening. And so I have to cut ties with you, have to wash my hands. 
I've seen friendships go through this exact same thing. They have different agreements and they they can't seem to get past it. And what happens is they have to go their merry way. They have to go their separate ways because they can't coexist. But also understanding that this let and go process is not just, you know, for because y'all can't, you know, get along. It's for you to release that burden, release that uh least being upset right release being it uh that pain that hurt that 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 shame that guilt whatever it is just release it and that way you can live in the fruits of the spirit right that way you can you can have peace you can have joy um and so um in conclusion because i'm done guys I appreciate y'all staying. I appreciate y'all listening. If you stuck around this long, you guys are amazing, right? So let's go over the the five steps that I put together for you guys to practice for practice. It ain't going to be perfect and it's not going to be overnight. So we got to practice. So one, acknowledge your validations Two, seek an understanding and are the perspective of the other person. Three, practice self-compassion and self-forgiveness. Uh, Four, choose empathy and compassion. And five, release it and let it go. Um, I hope this blessed somebody. I hope somebody got something out of this, even if it was just a little bit. Uh, if you stick and stay to the end, I appreciate you. I love you all so much. I hope that we can grow together. This is only my first one. It's only going to get better from here. I plan on having guests uh in the future, the very near future. As a matter of fact, the next episode, I'm going to have my wife on here um, and we're going to talk about relationships. She's nervous, but I'm going to walk her through it. Um, I'm going to walk you all through it and we're going to figure out how relationships um, tie into the Bible and how we can sustain them. Some of the red flags, some of the green flags. Um, and uh, yeah, so please subscribe wherever you all get your podcast or this video podcast which is youtube uh hit that subscribe button wherever it is um also hit that notification bell so that when i drop the next one next week you can come back and you can listen right i'm also on tiktok uh i believe it's truth in life church um on tiktok uh you can follow me there as well i got a facebook page where you can follow me that truth in life church uh and uh, Instagram as well. Instagram, Truth and Life Church again. You can follow me there. Um, and we about to go up, man. Right? We are about to really uh, take God's word to a level where people, the everyday person can understand it, where the everyday person can make it applicable to their life. And the everyday person can then take it out into the world and teach somebody else about the Bible and how it relates to your everyday life. Again, guys, I appreciate you. My name is Minister slash Pastor, uh, Pastor Chris McMillan of Truth and Life Church, Cincinnati. And you have now been listening to the Truth and Life podcast. God bless you. I want to can I leave it out with a prayer real quick, real quick for anybody that is listening that needs prayer. Just real quick. Father God in heaven, we thank you for the visitation of your Holy Spirit. Father God, we ask that whoever is listening to this, that you uh, fill them up with power, strength, knowledge, understanding, heal their bodies, Father, from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet, place a heart of forgiveness in their bodies, place a mind of forgiveness in there and allow their spirit to continue to forgive and practice forgive 
For your words say, if you forgive your brother, then you, God will forgive them. So, Father, I'm asking right now that they have a mind to forgive, that they have a heart to forgive, that they have a spirit to forgive, Father, that you also can forgive them of their trespasses, of their sins, of their offenses towards other people. These are all blessings we ask in Son, Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.